Hello friend, my name is Todd Martin and I'm the pastor at Smithville Mennonite Church. I'm so glad we have this time to share around God's word. I believe you are listening right now because God has something he wants to say to you today. So let me pray as we begin. Kind Heavenly Father, for the next few minutes, let there be more of you and less of me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I think it would be safe to say that for everyone this Christmas will be different. I was actually glad for the little snowstorm we had the other week. It fits at Christmas. Masks don't fit. Jammed up hospitals don't fit. And death definitely does not fit with Christmas. Social distancing is actually the opposite of what Christmas is all about. This is all a big misfit. And it seems that there's nothing we can do about it. And maybe we shouldn't. Why? Friends, this is where our idyllic pictures of Christmas really don't match the reality of Christmas for all the folks originally involved when Jesus was born. They didn't always fit nicely either. You see, the stuff they were asked to do didn't fit with who they were or what they probably thought would have been God's plan for their lives. But it was. Now, I've smushed together the words Christmas and misfits to form the title of our Advent series, that is, the sermons I'll preach coming up to Christmas. And I call that series Christmas Fits. We will undoubtedly find ourselves in situations that don't fit the Christmas groove that we've had in the past. Misfits that will make us feel silly or look funny. And I want you to know it's okay. God has brought us to this season where we remember Jesus' arrival. And that arrival wasn't a good fit either. Yet it was exactly what we needed. The title of your sermon today is simply this, This is Impossible. This is Impossible. Your sermon in a sentence is this. God used a misfit mom that believed in and loved Jesus before anyone to carry him into the world. I know that's a long sentence, but if you want the whole sermon in a sentence, let me give it to you again. God used a misfit mom that believed in and loved Jesus before anyone else to carry him into the world. 
When it comes to misfits, Mary might have been the greatest misfit of all. She had the greatest misfitted moment of anyone. Maybe there are certain things you believe are just impossible this Christmas. Maybe there are literal, physical barriers between you and what God wants you to do, and you just don't get it. That's okay. Mary didn't either at first, but then she did, and her misfit moment turned into a chain of events that changed the world forever. Let's hear how that happened. Open your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. Now, I just want you to know, we at Smithville Mennonite believe the Bible is important. And if you are listening today and you do not have a Bible you can read and understand, please reach out to me at Smithville Mennonite Church and I will see to it that we get a copy of God's Word to you, that we get you a Bible uh, as soon as possible. I'm going to share our contact information at the end of the message today. Uh, but please let me know if you need a Bible. Now, if you have yours open and ready to read, again from Luke chapter 1, verse 26, I'm going to begin there. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. Now, what I'd like you to catch from verses 26 through 29 is very simple. Mary wondered. Mary wondered. And then your challenge question, are you feeling troubled? What are you wondering about this morning? And are you feeling troubled? It's no wonder Mary wondered. This was totally out of the blue. A message from God arrives. I wonder how you would feel. Remember, at that time, God's people had the Old Testament, or what I affectionately call the bad news. Because most of the Old Testament is bad news about God's people messing up again and again. You see, it's only with Jesus that we get the good news from God. And what is that good news? That he really does love his people. And in fact, he loves the whole world. Mary may have had a fairly common view of God at that time, that he was mad at his people. And this was why they were in the mess they were in. God didn't come calling unless it was bad news. 
It reminded me of a dear sister from our church named Ella. The first few times I visited her, she was uh, very uncomfortable. And one of those times I asked her uh, why, why she was so uncomfortable. And she said, in the Amish church where she was raised, the only time the preachers came to see you was when you were in trouble. Maybe this is how Mary felt. Wondering, now what did I do? Or what did my people do? Do you ever feel that way? I know the last few months there has been so much bad news. It's hard not to expect the bad. But just like then, good news is on the way. Oh friend, we too are highly favored. And the Lord is with us. And not just at Christmas. Are you feeling troubled? How have your plans been messed up this Christmas? Do you wonder how you fit in to God's plan? Can you imagine God has something for you to do this Christmas? What if God called you highly favored? Would you believe him? Do you know the Lord is with you? The same God that called Mary is calling you. But what is he saying? Listen as we continue to read. I'm in verse 30 now. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son. You are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. What I would have you catch from verses 30 to 34 is this. God has a plan, and that will fit. God has a plan that will fit. Then your challenge question, what if you're just like Mary and you are not convinced? Your challenge is, what if you are not convinced? You see, God had a plan for Mary that was so much bigger than she was that it was rightfully hard for Mary to see it. It was physically impossible. I wonder how much she really heard after he said, you will give birth. Now, don't get me wrong. Her ears were still on and all the words registered. This is how we have them as she probably told this whole story to Luke as he wrote this gospel. But it's obvious from her response that giving birth 
seemed to be a really big misfit for her. How will this be? God had never used the miracle of virgin birth before. It was a new way to imagine how God would enter our world. In the eyes of the world, this is a misfit. And at that moment, Mary couldn't see beyond her misfit. What about you? Do you look at the physical realities of our day and think, how can this be? Perhaps you think, how can we have Christmas in this time of crisis? It's okay to question. Just listen for the rest of God's plan. And perhaps you too will be convinced. I'm beginning to read again in verse 35 and we'll go through verse 38. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month. And this is the key verse. This is verse 37. If you underline things in your Bible, this is a marvelous uh, verse to underline. Verse 37, listen, for nothing is impossible with God. Verse 38, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. Verses 35 through 38, I would have you catch this. And really, this is something to catch if you don't catch anything else in this sermon. And that is nothing really is impossible for God. Nothing really is impossible for God. Then your challenge question is very simple. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Here is where we see something God does on a regular basis to let us know no matter how misfitted we may feel, this is his plan. And he has other misfits that are part of it too. God had to remind Mary that she was not alone in this and that he was giving her another misfit mom, in fact, her relative Elizabeth, to walk this path with her. I don't know about you, but if I can find someone else to be with who's going through the same stuff as I am, I almost instantly feel better. I know I'm not alone. That's what God did for Mary, and he'll do the same for you and for me. This is one of the primary purposes of the church. In many ways, the church is a merry band of misfits that God calls together to accomplish his purposes in the world. Have you ever felt 
like you were alone, only to have God bring someone to be with you. Well, that happens. Oftentimes, we can then see beyond ourselves. This is the power of a Holy Spirit-filled life. God can open our eyes to see what He wants us to be. Mary was able to look beyond her worldly view of life and see more beyond the misfit of the moment. She caught the dream of being the mother of a king and it captivated her. Oh, friends, here we are in our own misfitted moment. Are you looking at this Christmas and saying, this is impossible? Are you wondering how exactly you will be able to do what God wants you to do? Then, when and if God tells you, do you doubt it? Do you wonder what he's calling you to do and be this Christmas? Again, the golden verse for today that echoes the very voice of an angel is verse 37. For nothing is impossible with God. I know right now there is someone listening to this that is thinking, my life is impossible. You're thinking right now, preacher, you have no idea the impossible life I have right now. There's so much that messed up, that is messed up. I'm such a misfit that I can't even imagine how this will all work out. And you're right. Maybe you can't imagine it. I know I can't either, but I know who does. I know who can and in fact does have a plan. I know that God sees not only the impossible situation you are in, but he knows how you got there. He not only sees that, but he sees how you will get through it for his glory if you let him guide you through. In fact, I believe God may already have a relative to walk with you who may be going through a similar situation. The question is, what will you say? How will you respond when God tells you just a little bit more? When he gives you a little more of the story, will you say like Mary did in verse 38? I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. You know, if you clicked on to this message today, feeling like a misfit, I hope you know that you are simply walking in a long line of misfits that God has used for his glory and our good for thousands of years. Oh friend, you are not alone.
if you've arrived at this moment thinking your misfitted life is just impossible, you are not alone. Would you take just a moment to quiet yourself and prayerfully bring that impossible situation to God? He knows you're in trouble. He wants to give you the time and the space right now to ask the Mary question from verse 34. Perhaps when you look at your impossible situation, all that you want to say is, how can this be? Can I encourage you right now in this moment to go ahead and ask the Lord, how can this be? You're allowed to do that. And I would ask you to do it right now. Now, let's continue in prayer. Lord, you know how this can be. You know your plans for us. But we often struggle to see them or just listen when we need to. So in this moment, we wait and we listen. Speak to us as we know you can. But even more so, help us to hear and then obey what you have to say to us today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now, before I close today's message, I'd like to remind you who listen on the radio that it would be great to know if these messages have been a blessing to you. If they have, feel free to give me a call at our church office. Again, Smithville Mennonite Church. And our phone number is 330-669-3601. Again, that church phone number is 330-669-3601. We have office hours, but even when we don't have office hours, the answering machine never sleeps, so you should feel free to give us a call. You can also send us a note uh, through good old-fashioned snail mail. Uh, Just send it again to Smithville Mennonite Church. Our address is P.O. Box 455, Smithville, Ohio, 44677. Again, you can send that letter or card to Smithville Mennonite Church, P.O. Box 455, Smithville, Ohio, 44677. Or for those of you who have a computer and know how to use it, you can always connect to us through our website, which is smc585.org. O-R-G, or you can just Google Smithville Mennonite Church and you'll pull it right up. 
Now, I, I want to say like I said at the beginning, if you do not have a Bible that you can read and understand, please let me know and I will see to it that we get you a Bible as soon as possible. We are listener supported and any gifts you would like to give will help us continue to be on this station in 2021. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a blessed week. Amen. <laughs>